grab your phone and you go wherever you want to go in the building and record your live and you're going to make an offer to somebody to whether that's like for your product, for your service, to like yeah. call to, you. To your OnlyFans, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> the OnlyFans is not a thing back there, Fancy. Glad to know that you have one, but... Uh, <laughs> Hit me up. No, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> We've got hey, I'm Luis. And this is Luis. And welcome to the Content is Profit podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content all this while having a good time the goal of this podcast is simple to entertain educate and turn your content into profit let's go you know what i thought when i was reading the part that says you're going to get the insights accountability and try to create consistently i'm like and massively (laughs) and massively we should we should probably add that later anyways huge shout out to everybody that has been coming into the show lately we've been receiving some love over linkedin instagram thank you so much for reaching out to us and sharing that you are enjoying the show and if you are not enjoying it also let us know because that way we can get better and make sure that the show is the best for you absolutely i think people are are liking and enjoying the short form episodes i know i know mm. we're gonna do more of these we're gonna lean that's into this. right we're gonna lean in and uh anyways so if you are enjoying it go ahead and follow the show download every single episode even if you don't listen to them just download them it helps <laughs> us out but you better listen because hopefully hopefully this is our goal to help you move your business forward and your content forward and your teams forward so you can do good in the world that is right and if you want to connect with us make sure you follow us on facebook and instagram at bizbrosco or luis d camejo or luis camejo v we got the same profile pictures it's pretty easy to spot <laughs> easy both of us. i'm the handsome one yeah so quick recap what did we talk about Last episode. Oh, last episode we introduced Papa Hormosi. <laughs> you know we have Uncle G, Papa Hormosi. Uh, we're looking <laughs> so for. So we're gonna have the, the full-on content <laughs> full, family. Full-on content family. Uh, but we talked about volume, volume on content. You know, should you do low volume or high volume? This is pretty interesting, right? We talked about message over the production side of things, yep, yep. which there's a little debate in there. Not ours. We're convinced that you know one of those is the solution. So go listen to episode three thirteen or last one on your feed. Uh, what else, Fons? Yeah, we talk about the new way being the Twitter way. Ooh, the Twitter which way. Which is mm. pretty interesting, you know, kind of like the process that uh, Mr. Alex Ormosi uses to, you know, capture his thoughts and then what comes after to process all that and turn it into massive amounts of content. That's right. We share a little bit of our process and how we change, how, how we're planning on changing it and make sure that we can build that habit. Yeah. We also gave a little tip in there that in case you don't use Twitter, how can you implement this in other platforms? That's right. And then we close out the last episode with virality simplified. Uh, well, no. actually, that's actually, what, no, that, that's that's what we actually started. started. No, no, no. We talked about the shorts, white shorts. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. We, we shared the little clip on uh, or mostly talking about Gary V, how he actually doesn't consume any of the short form content of Gary V, yet he still likes him. Right? So... The authority, the trust, right? That like and no factor is not relatable to whether you consume or not the content. But I think it's more relatable to the fact that you're showing up consistently in front of people. That's right. And we talk a little bit about our own concept, which is art. Authority, relevancy, and trust. So make sure you listen to the previous episode, 313, so you can get all those nuggets. And today, today we're starting with 
the virality simplified, right? Frameworks. Mm -hmm. We're diving a little Ooh. bit more into frameworks. And mm -hmm. in this part, or mostly actually talked about, hey, if I want to learn something, I'm going to go consume it from the best. So he went and consumed an episode <laughs> of Biz Bros, right? Of content is profit. <laughs> just like the, just the way you're doing. <laughs> the million dollar shout out. <laughs> uh, so he actually went and listened to an episode of Mr. Beast, an interview that they did to him where he was talking, you know, about his frameworks, his, you know, well-known obsession for YouTube. Yeah. And one of the things that he said is that, hey, actually virality is pretty simple to kind of like crack on, on YouTube, right? There's two things that you need to, Keep in mind, number one is click-through rate. So pretty much is the rate that people click through your thumbnail, right? Is your thumbnail making a lot of people click on it? That's going to tell YouTube, oh, your video is somewhat interesting. And then watch time. How long are people staying watching your video? The more, the longer they stay watching your video, that's going to indicate YouTube that you have a good piece of content in there and they're probably going to serve it and show it to more people. If people just drop quickly, guess what? They're not going to recommend it to anybody because why would they recommend a bad piece of content that is potentially going to drive people away from their platform? So there is a framework from Mr. Beast on virality simplify, click-through rate and watch time. And what happened is that then Ormosi started kind of transition to sharing what are his frameworks to have this to have that virality within his pieces of content. So you want to go ahead and read the long form one or you want me to, do, to go ahead? No, I can I can go ahead, right? And, uh, you know, before before I read the framework that Alex shared, um, we can share some of ours. Sorry, like I remember when we first started, this was a big friction point because yep. it takes a lot of energy trying to figure out what is, how, how are you going to stay consistent, right? So if you have to rethink every single time how you're going to do a video, how are you going to record content or how are you going to write content, it's going to take a lot of energy. And mm -hmm. you might be able to do it once or twice, but then the third time, it might be a little bit of a challenge. So yeah. this is why frameworks are so valuable why we're so such fans of of this is because it allows us to stay consistent right so we have a framework for the show it has evolved it has changed mm -hmm. absolutely right uh but the initial framework that we started with on facebook live and when we did the the 45 live challenge public we had about 100 people in there and it was awesome Matt. this was the one thing that we that we shared with like people are like how do like what do i say right it's so it's so hard to kind of think about what do i say and uh, the framework that we shared was, hey, what about we do a story of something that happened today, something that you learned today. So if you're consuming content, if you're reading or something's happening in your life, one of those three are always going to be present, right? Yep. So share that. And then how are you going to relate that situation with what you do as a business if you are creating content for business? So yeah, that's that like was, the, the most simple one. That was very, very simple, right? Uh, that's personally what allowed me to mm -hmm. start being very consistent. And it helped a lot of people. And then from there, ideas are are just going to start coming and uh, you got to have a system like the one that we shared in the last episode where yeah. you can document and move that. So yeah. I, I, rem I actually remember the first time that we heard about frameworks. Do you remember when it was? No. No, it was at uh, the Funnel Hiking Live. It was like two Funnel Hiking Lives ago. I remember that Russell had a presentation specifically on frameworks mm -hmm. and then he grabbed his phone and he's like, this is the one framework that I use for all my videos. And he's like, it's the hook story offer, which... Again, it's a very simple framework that whenever you want to, you know, create a piece of content, you say, okay, hook story offer. You have a topic in mind that you want to talk about. What is the hook that is potentially going to attract people, right? That click through rate that are going to make them click and watch a video. What is the story that is going to hook people? A story that you can relate to the lesson and then your call to action. Very, very simple. And like that, there's 
a lot of frameworks. And the last thing I want to say before you share that quickly is, and this is something on, on that I believe personally, the essence of that I think is copywriting. Like if you want to learn about like frameworks that, you know, get people to consume more and more, read about copywriting. And, you know, it's, you, it's so easy to come up with your own frameworks after that. Yeah. Or at least you're going to know the principle behind it and how to apply it to your content. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that helps big time is go execute on a simple framework, right? Don't overcomplicate it. And as you start executing consistently, right? Frequently, we talked about frequency in the last few episodes, uh, you're going to start evolving that. So um, anyway, so the, the one that Alex shares like for long form content is starts with a hook or a question, right? Then he follows up with a story about mm. that hook. Surprise, surprise. Then he shares the framework and then he explains that framework. And then if he wants to make it a little bit longer, he goes and repeats, he shares a different story, he shares the framework, and then he explains uh, as many times as possible. So yesterday I consumed one of their videos uh, that showed in there, it was about data on how much he pays per month on mm. those. And there is a clip, and then I found the same video on YouTube from the long form content that came, and this was the exact framework, right? So he shared stories and he talked about three different things in the same video. And then those turn into those clips. Juicy. Sur surprise, surprise. I know. Fun fact. How much surprise. does he pay for <laughs> for his content per month? I know. Uh, send us a message or keep listening. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, just share it. You're, I'm like, what? No, just How share much? it. Well, he, he, um, he's paying $70,000 a month for his content and Layla's content was his wife that also creates content. Yeah. So, and what was the comparison that he said that he makes after that? If he would pay for the, for that exposure, uh, with pay media, he will be paying 2 million bucks to get the reach. So organic is, is there right but he also uh he also shares that the lever right is how good you are at delivering this content mm -hmm. and providing that value so that <clears throat> quality of the message over quality of production <laughs> that's right <laughs> quality of the message over quality of the production so keep in mind right there's companies that we work with that uh if you ask them to spend seventy thousand dollars in an organic uh an organic strategy they might be a little weary as, as well so again this is trust in your in your message in your thing like what's the return on investment there's a lot of conversation here that, that we can have on this topic alone but again you don't have to spend that but at the end of the day yeah. you can utilize that framework to continue to do that i think yeah. they're putting about a hundred and some Something, uh, 60, 160 pieces of content per week every between him week. and his wife. Yeah. And I have to look at our numbers on how many pieces of content are we doing a week, but it's probably around that topic today because we're in operation catch up. Uh, but I think is, and we're not spending that by the way, <laughs> different frameworks, right? Obviously. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, what I find interesting here that I think people need to get in their mind, especially when it comes to organic content is getting in the mindset of the long-term game, right? A lot of times we just want things so quickly and, you know, realize that with organic content, it is a journey. Like you're going to have, he shares in another video that he spent six years publishing his podcast before it took off. Right. So keep that in mind. Six years without missing a single time. It takes a lot of work. It takes time. Sure, you can potentially have one of your videos go viral and like change everything for you pretty quickly, but you don't control that virality at the end of the day. You control, yes, you control your frameworks, the quality of your message. You control your cadence, right? How often you can do it. So focus on the things you can control and play the long game. And now you're going to be setting yourself up for success. Yeah. I love how he continues and he shares a little bit of the short for, form format framework. And uh, for us, for example, 
the podcast is the main the main piece of content that we create. And then from that, there's something that comes out and we're trying new things on the other side as well. But that's how we started M2M, right? Just, you know, grab five or six yeah. ideas every, from every single episode that goes to our message. And then that's yeah. how we create. And for those thinking, what is M2M? What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> I know. The code. M2M actually stands for macro to micro. Easy peasy. Yep. And we're like, yeah, let's let's actually that's how we name create it. an acronym out of this. You know, you <laughs> get you gotta put acronyms to everything. It just makes things more mem memorable. It sounds sexy. Right? People. Consistency is art, authority, relevancy, trust, right? Okay. M to M. Let's share micro to micro. <laughs> like how how cool does that sound? Let's share uh, the short format framework. And for short format, these are shorts, reels, vertical versions, right? So it uh, starts with a hook or a question. Then there's a hammer or he, what he calls the humor side of it. So mm. something funny, right? Kind of like a like a punchline, like a quick punchline in there. And then he shares an example and then he explains it, right? So something here that I like is TikToks are just tweets said in front of a camera, which I love, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, he does test his content uh, as tweets, right? Which is some of the things that we need to start building based on the last um, episode. And then from there, it's like, okay, how do I actually deliver this in front of a camera, right? Uh, especially because we have to lever... Uh, we have to use these platforms as a leverage to make sure that we can continue to, you know, get that exposure if yeah. that's what you're looking for. Absolutely. You know, so something that just came into my mind is that conversation that we have with Glenn Lundy. You remember him? Mm -hmm. Super awesome guy. He has a morning show. He wakes up like uh, three one in the morning <laughs> to do his morning show. But uh, go check like, him out. Go it, go it, look for the Contest Profit episode with him. He's really good. It's like and eight kids. Yeah. Li yeah. Yeah he, yeah. he literally has like eight kids. Um, again, reg regardless, he's an awesome guy. <laughs> he produces a lot of content. And I remember something that he tells. He's like, hey, if you find yourself without nothing to say, it's because probably you stopped learning. Right. And that is something that I see in our most event. Like he is consistently learning. Uh, he is consist consistently thinking, not just consuming, but like thinking and processing his own thoughts and coming with his own conclusions. It is pretty impressive. Right. And personally, I think that has been a, a factor in our publishing journey as well. Right. Like reading these books and then coming with our own conclusions. Right. Kind of like deconstructing some ideas from other people. And then you attach them together in your own way and you create your own frameworks and your own ideas. Um, that really helps. So that's an invitation for you. If yeah. you're thinking, I don't have anything to say. Well, are you learning new stuff, right? Are you sitting down and processing some of the information that you've consumed? Or are you having new experiences, right? Because you learn as well from new experiences. Let's say we go mountain biking. I'm sure we're going to have a pretty cool piece of content that we can create out of that, right? So just an invitation to to think about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the questions, right, when we talk to companies too is, okay, well, what if the CMO or the CEO don't, they don't want to be that person, right? There's different solutions that, that you can come up with. There's teams or people, uh, host of whatever show it is, right? Like, or, or your content person, they have to constantly be learning about the market, about the messaging, about the things on your, uh, the, from, from the people that you serve, right? Yeah. What are the lessons? What are the things? How can we provide value every single time? So whether that's you, uh, as a CEO, whether that's you as a CMO, whether that's a director in there that's in charge of that content, that always needs to happen, right? And this content mm -hmm. can manifest in different ways. Video, obviously, you can uh, you can create that attractive character, uh, but also it can it can have the same format works for blogs and different formats out there, right? But the the thing that we need to be aware of is like how do we test the message consistently? How do we create volume? 
regardless of the medium and make sure yeah. that we can collect those messages and put it out there. So uh, the next the next thing here is, oh, this is really juicy. This is good. How he went from 20,000 <laughs> downloads a month to 400,000 podcast Okay, you, you wow, wow. Yeah, I, I'm you in got shock. Com- you got confused. No, you wrote it. You wrote it so wrong. How he went from twenty thousand dollars, twenty thousand. Okay, I'm gonna read you it. You do it. Look, and I didn't write it. I'm Podcast gonna read it. it. I'm gonna read it right how it shows right there. He went from twenty thousand de- per month. <laughs> I did write it wrong. So it is. He went from twenty thousand downloads per month to four hundred thousand downloads per month on podcast listeners. Say, say That's I'm sorry. What say I'm sorry. Uh, let's keep moving, Apologize. guys. Apologize. No, never apologize. Apologize. <laughs> never. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Let, let's show this clip. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, we grew the, the podcast actually recently from like 20,000 a month to 400,000 a month. And a big part of that was just having call to actions. Um, sounds really dumb, but I wasn't doing it. So do it. <laughs> so simple. So simple. <laughs> I, I love how when he actually said it, he didn't say 20,000 downloads. He said twenty. We grew from twenty thousand to four hundred thousand downloads per month, and we were having such a hard time saying that thing. Yeah, clearly he knows <laughs> his message better than we did. He, he knows his uh, stuff, but you don't know how to you don't know how to write notes. That's the thing. I think that's pretty impressive. Just by adding call to actions, right? How many of you don't put any call to actions at the end of your videos? I remember the first time we had somebody told us to add a call to action. Do you remember who was it? I remember Myron Golden telling yes. us, do an offer. <laughs> do Make an offer, <laughs> Make right? an offer every single time. Make an offer. And uh, I remember, I don't know if this was the same event, but the first time that we actually recorded a Facebook Live video. Do you remember that experience? Yeah, absolutely. I was literally sweat, <laughs> sweating bullets. <laughs> sweating bullets, yeah. Uh, so we're in this mastermind, and it's about 70 people in the room, and this person comes out, and he's like, you have to make more offers. Like, how do you make more money? You have to make more offers, right? Yep. You have to put your message that you had to ask uh more in every single time and they're like okay well guess what you know off the cuff go ahead and grab your phone and you go wherever you want to go in the building and record your live and you're gonna make an offer to somebody to whether that's like for your product for your service to like yeah. call to, you to your only fans <laughs> whatever it is <laughs> the only fans is not a thing back there Fancy. glad to know that you have one but uh <laughs> Hit me up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so they, uh, you know, we go out there and I remember I was also petrified. That was like the first time Dude. I was, uh, was going to do it. I think I I was able to do it a little bit faster than you, but still. Oh, I was petrified. Dude. I was walking around like, are these people watching me? And like everybody was on their phones recording and I was like. They were all probably thinking the same thing. They're yeah. like, oh my gosh. Uh, but I remember, you know, we ripped that bandage and uh, and the, com- the, the commitment of going live for 45 days came shortly after that. And that was really what changed everything for us here in, on the content creation because we were able to stay consistent. Yeah. Myron, so. you created two monsters <laughs> that two day. Mo- I know. Uh, and now <laughs> we're like, uh, I was talking to, to somebody on a call the other day and, um, she was telling me how, how uncomfortable it is for her to record uh, without a camera. And mm. I told her, like, if it's not a camera in front of me, uh, I don't know how to record anymore. I have to have a camera in front of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I think the camera. Honestly, I feel the, the cameras are, are comfort right now. Yeah. yeah. Wink, wink. What's up? What's up how, how you doing? How you doing? Uh, <laughs> so back to the call to actions. Again, make more offers, right? And it's, it doesn't necessarily have to be an offer like, hey, buy my product, buy my product, right? Here's the list of some of the call to actions that Ormosi uses, right? Uh, redirecting people to other channels, lead magnets, sharing, tagging, lower ticket offers, 
hey, leave a review. Client ask, sending questions, and his Grand Slam offer. And what he does with these is that he creates two to three different versions, right, pre-recorded of each one of these calls to action, and then he just injects them. He adds them to his content. He records a podcast, cool, let me put a pre-roll, boom, one of the calls to actions, let me put a, you know, uh, mid-roll, another one of the calls to actions. Yeah. Here, here's how I personally visualize it. I'm not technical at all on the video editing side of things, and this helped me really to also, not only to produce it initially, but to, to then experiment and also to convey it to the team. So if you do have a team, this is how I recommend explaining it. Imagine Lego pieces, right? So well, you if you have a team first, you need to come to the Biz Bros and we can explain it to you even better and to your team. And we would love to help you out. And if you understand what I'm doing here, I'm, I'm giving you a call to action. So take right. action. Give us a call. And if you don't have a team and you want to have a team, give us a call. Anyways, uh, but imagine Lego pieces, right? So imagine you have, uh, what's this? Eight call to actions, right? Uh, times two versions, that's 16 call to actions. Just record those pieces and then save those files. Those are 16 files that you're going to have in a folder that says CTA. I thought you to didn't actions. do public math. Well, uh, this one is easy public math. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you have your full episode. That's another Lego piece, right? You have an intro version. That's another Lego piece. So you could technically go out and outsource those smaller pieces. And then with a software, let's say, Descript, right? We, I, I personally love Descript. It's very easy to use. You can just, like, plug them in, right? And it could be very simple, right? But, hey, we highly, highly recommend you having somebody else doing this for you, obviously, because it's going to free your resources and it's going to free your time to do something else. But this is super important because... Even today, we prepare prototypes according to our vision yep. based off of this, right? So we call them prototypes. It's like one version, and then we show that version to the team, and then they just take it from like a 6 to a 10, right? So it's very important. Visualize those Lego pieces. What are they, right? The intro piece, the call to action piece, the value piece, the information piece, another call to action piece, mm -hmm. and so on. And that can definitely help uh, move your content forward really, really fast. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Cool. So once you get the call to actions done, Right, and you then, he talks a little bit about contextualizing per platform. So pretty much making your content native per platform. So instead of downloading your content from TikTok and then publishing it on Instagram Reels, and it has the little logo <laughs> of TikTok in there, yeah. no, like just, you know, publish the original on Reels too as well. Okay. So he talks about his distribution, how what he did. And he went, and this was mind-blowing, he went from publishing seven times a week, which... I will say for most people, that is already a lot. They're like, what? I have to publish content every single day. And that is just mind blowing for some people, right? They're like, how am I going to get this done? This is so much, right? Again, frameworks, um, publishing pyramid, that too, reference to another episode. Go check it out. Look, contents, profit, publishing pyramid and let that concept is and learn that concept is going to help you out. But he went from seven times a week to 80 times a week so he pretty much he pre, pretty much he pretty much 10x his input and 10x his output and he's gotten massive results i mean a million followers put, in uh, six months so there's a clip here let's put the clip then we distribute them all right so we went from seven times a week to 80 times a week in distribution that was the result over that six month period which was a lot of growth awesome and so we 10x the inputs and we got 10x the outputs Surprising, <laughs> right? 
Surprising. <laughs> Surprising indeed. Uh, so obviously for those listening, you didn't see the results. I'm going to walk through them real quick. So on YouTube, they went from 70,000 to 300,000. On Twitter, from 10,000 to 100,000. Instagram, 70,000 to 330,000. SEO from zero to 22,000 a month. TikTok, 10,000 to 280,000. LinkedIn from zero to 7,000. Uh, the book from zero sold to 150,000 copies sold. And then the podcast from 20,000 a month to 150,000 a month. Yeah. Very impressive. He's already on Instagram. He's already on 480,000. 480,000. Yeah. And that's like, it, I feel like it, it compounds. Like it just starts growing faster and faster and faster yeah. uh, the more you go, right? So impressive. Those numbers yeah. are absolutely amazing. I mean, He's in here. It says one hundred and fifty thousand per month downloads on his podcast. Uh, but while he was, so I'm pretty sure he made this slide way earlier because then he said he's at two hundred thousand. Yeah. On his podcast downloads. So if you're thinking, ah, uh, there's no way in hell I can ten x my output right now, I think it's time for you to stop real quick, meet with your team, or meet with yourself if you're the one producing the content, and rethink how you are producing this content. Like, how can you leverage your time, your resources to make sure that you can do this, right? And again, shameless plug, there's a framework called M2M. That, that's the one that we use here that we design with our team. It's very simple. It's from a long form of content, the, dissect those ideas that you're explaining that long form of content. Yep. You know, what we're doing right now is six uh, six ideas from podcast episodes and then five if we record locally. Uh, and then those become your shorts and your reels and then distribute, right? So again, build depending on your capacity. Make sure that you plan for creation time. Make sure that you plan for production time and then make sure you plan for distribution time. A lot of people plan for the creation time and then they forget mm -hmm. the production and the distribution. So yeah. this goes if you do it yourself or if you have a team that helps you. And if you don't have a team and you want a team, give us a call. We definitely can help you um, in there. So Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, to kind of like wrap it up down here, uh, we always say test, 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 and then invest and putting a lot of pieces of content out there, right? Kind of if you follow his framework, right, with the Twitter being the new way mm -hmm. and sharing ideas, quick ideas, that's your testing ground right there. You're going to be testing what resonates with people. And eventually you're going to say, oh, cool. I have a winner here. Let me develop more this idea. Then you're investing your effort and your resources into developing more of that idea. And guess what? A very special message, something that we realize. I think like I'm thankful that we realized this early on. But guess who is the only person that listens to 100% of your message? <laughs> it is you. So a lot of times... You might be thinking, but I already talked about that. I already recorded about that. Well, guess how many times we've talked about, you know, consistency is art. A lot of times. And yes, we are the only ones that listen to it 100% of, of the time. But every time you publish it out there, you might be reaching new audiences, you know, opening the eyes to new, to new people and helping people connect with you. So just because you've done it already, doesn't mean that you cannot do it again and talk about it again. And you actually can record one topic in multiple different ways, different types of content. There's so many ways to do it, right? Yeah, I, so I, I le it, lean into that. Yeah, I think if you go over that hurdle of, oh my gosh, like I see my face 24-7. Again, you're the one that does that. We just had a, we just had a recording earlier with somebody that recorded like 
11 pieces, like 11 ideas. 11 podcast episodes. 11 podcast episodes. There you go. Um, mm -hmm. And I remember like one of the friction points before we tackled that recording was like, he's just my face all the time. So I think like they brought two coaches of their programs to do it. And we're like, it's okay. Like you're the only one seeing this content. You're your uh, brand at the end of the, of the day time. too. So uh, most people do this. Like they are the brand of you yeah. know, their, their business. So If you have a brand dependent on, you know, you, you got to show up. You got to be in front of the camera. Absolutely. I, I want to share a little bit of, obviously, in the last two weeks, we've tested with some shorts. And uh, keep in mind, if you go to YouTube and you see this, these are not formatted for, for the for the platform. These were created about a year ago. and there be, was before No, these were created before shorts came out, before, actually. Before shorts even came out. And they're yeah. like the old version, like where you have the headline and you have the video in the middle, right? We had them uh, in, the in the vault. In the vault. And they were sitting in the drive because it, they were they never got distributed, right? Uh, this is part of the lesson, right? We plan for the production, we plan for the creation, but we didn't plan for the distribution yep. side at the time. And they were sitting there. And uh, we have this operation going on called Operation Catch-Up. And uh, we decided that for those 150 episodes, plus the micro assets that were coming out, we're just going to put it out there and see what happened, right? Mm -hmm. And the results have been really cool because even though it's not the format, we've been getting amazing results uh, on shorts. We're about to hit 13,000 views uh, for, and I think these are three days of actually distributed content, uh, which is crazy. We still have to do a lot more. Uh, about 80 hours of people watching our content and consuming and transferring into a podcast, right? On Reels, it's a lot less, but a lot of a lot of people have transferred. And, you know, we have these videos that have 1,300 views, 900 views, and this is coming from yeah. zero. Like, this yeah. is coming from I mean, zero. And just think about this. Think yourself sitting in a room surrounded by 1,300 people. How scary would that be, right? Like, how intimidating <laughs> would it be to be in front of those people and just, like, talking to them? But it's the same thing. Yes, it might not be a hundred thousand views. It might not be a, a million views. But guess what? All those people that have those views, they started, you know, with a lower number as well. And when you think about it, it's like, wow, I'm getting in front of 1,300 people. Maybe one of those, the message resonates and they might be interested. I can establish a conversation and then I can potentially help them, yeah. you know change whatever it is in their business and just help them improve. Yeah, this is super cool too because we went from like, uh, you know, 30 subscribers that were like our friends in like a, a week or so to almost 100, <laughs> uh, right? Which is awesome because these new people that are coming into our world that we can communicate, we provide yeah. value, we can get feedback from. Uh, we've been getting messages over LinkedIn, people that have discovered the show and really love it and, and share uh, that 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 message with us, right? So that's yeah. obviously very, very uh, encouraging. So as you do this consistently, it's gonna compound, mm -hmm. right? So the idea of that, for example, I've been looking at TikTok too, is the same content that we're publishing there on TikTok. It doesn't grab traction as fast, but it's funny because as one video hits, everything else continues to be elevated. And we live this with with Brian, one of the people that we work with. He just had a video that-, that Went viral, 6.5 million views. Yeah, and uh, every other video out there, I think it was like, they were in the single thousands and now they're growing and there's a few oh. on 500,000, 200,000 views. It's so everything elevates, right? But again, if we don't create and we don't produce and we don't distribute, then that safety net content is never gonna be there for when mm -hmm. this happens, then uh, again, there's not gonna be content for anybody to consume and to yeah. learn about you and to continue and to engage with you. So make sure that you set this up uh, to um, to be able to be consistent. Yeah, absolutely. Then you get a, every person now has to get in the mindset of just becoming a creator, right? And becoming a creator doesn't need, doesn't mean that you have to, again, create these highly produced videos on YouTube or short documentaries, whatever, right? 
but become a creator on the sense of like, cool, I'm going to share my message. I'm going to share, you know, the lessons that I've learned or whatever I have to bring out to the world to help them out. And like, if you get in that mindset, it's just going to be way easier and putting less friction on, uh, on yourself to create content. So that's the episode. I think b before we head out, you know, we're going to leave them with that, an affirmation so they can <laughs> repeat in front of the mirror, looking at yourself, you know, kind of like when you're looking at the camera and you're going to tell yourself, I am a creator. <laughs> I am a creator. Let's go. I am a creator. Let's yeah. go. And if you have a, if you have a team, make him, put him in the room together and be like, <laughs> we are creators. We, we are, are creators. creators. That's true. <laughs> and if you don't have a team, give us a call. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think that's the episode with that. Say guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting channel and on social media at BizBrosCo. That is right. If today's episode helped you move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button and Leave us an honest review so we can get better. Thank you. See ya. Bye, guys.